0: wedding photographers unite unite wedding photographers and welcome to wedding photographers unite episode number whatever the heck it is what is it 74 is it 74 73 73 74 welcome to episode 73 or 74 we don't know <laughs> we just uh we just record these things and say hi um we have uh the mythical legend himself mr neil urban neil hello himself. hello and also we have uh joining us um Chelsea Thompson. Um Chelsea Thompson out of Rochester and maybe maybe her studio partner Paul depending on if he wants to join us later. We'll see or not. But uh <laughs> Chelsea's like giving him the look. Chelsea, what's up? How's it going?
1: Hey, how's it going? Happy to be here.
0: Good. Thank you so much for, for, for joining us. So Chelsea, let's uh let's tell our listeners a little bit about you and your business and um, maybe even as as much as you want to or not, like how you got started and why you're a photographer. You could get into, it. you can make it as short or as long as you want, and we'll we'll help we'll help you out with the conversation from there. So, um, so Chelsea, what's up? Why why are you a photographer? Why do you do what you do?
1: That's a very open ended question. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a full time photographer in Menden, New York, and I have I share a studio with another photographer. And I've been doing it for almost 10 years. And, um, and I've been full-time for almost 10 years, which I, which I think, I don't know, is kind of crazy, actually. But <laughs> yeah. I, I actually wanted to be a photographer since I was a little kid. And my mom said, there's no money in photography. You cannot go to school for photography. Mm-hmm. So I weaseled my way into a communications degree. And said that I would do video and I wanted to work for MTV because that was, (laughs) right. That was like 1995 and MTV was like cool and there was still music and video. (laughs) And, um, so I learned how to edit video and, and then I didn't do anything with that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I worked a whole bunch of different jobs and then I, I came around to the time of my life where I had a little bit more freedom to do what I wanted to do. And I picked up a camera again and I started taking pictures and all of my friends of course said, well, your pictures are way better than my wedding photographers pictures. Why are you not doing this? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'll, maybe I'll try doing this. And so I started a blog and I started, I gave myself a name and I started you know, the actual business of being a photographer. And it was a good, I think it was a combination of good timing. And I think I was inspired enough for people to want to follow me. And so it kind of took off from there. And that was 10 years ago. And so now I do, I do all of it. I do wedding, baby. Really, if there's, I could take a picture of it and you would pay me to take a picture of it,
0: then I do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you kind of, um, like you do you kind of keep your businesses separate with weddings and family stuff, right? Cause I know you have the, like, you have a couple business names.
1: Um, well, all one thing now it's fairly new. We, we only merged our businesses about, about a year and a half ago. Okay. And initially when we merged it, we were going to work together for seniors. And then Paul was going to do weddings and I was going to do more of the family and the baby and the, mm-hmm. and then, confusing and so then we just picked the one name yep and now we both do all of it i mean i he's here when i shoot babies and he will actually help me yeah you know keep baby safe and he will take pictures which is great and i shoot weddings as well which i had kind of shied away from but now i'm back into so now we're really both doing everything
0: well that's cool because you can both Take the like advantages or like like everybody yeah. has different skill sets and right. if you know you can kind of play to your skill sets and you're both working in a full time business together. If you get along with each other, you guys were were you guys like sharing studio space anyway? And then it kind of molded into the into no. into this or no? How? We
1: were met years ago sharing at Studio One Eighty. Okay, and so we were there and we kept in contact and we live in the same city and. We opened the studio space together when we joined our businesses because I was working from my home and that would be uncomfortable. Right, be like, right, you know, yeah. The, need to use the studio, so the studio space evolved after we joined our businesses together.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, and it's like that is that is nice to be able to have you know because I think about all the time like you know, do I want to add people to my business? And do I want to farm out my editing? And, and I and I keep thinking all the time, do I want to add things, but it's tough when um, you don't have somebody that's kind of like as invested as you are to do that those little side things. So like, so like coming together with another photographer that you are friends with, and, and want to kind of come in together is not a, a terrible idea at all, you know, especially when you're both kind of committed yeah. to the same goals. Um,
1: I think it works. It does work great. And it really challenges I mean it challenges me I imagine it challenges him like uh, very specifically when I'm doing a newborn shoot now I used to have an assistant who would help me who was not a photographer and she would just kind of help you know keeping the baby safe and all those kind of things and I would get to a point where I'd be holding the baby but if I walked away from the baby to take the picture the baby wasn't going to stay where I wanted it Mm -hmm. now I can hand the, the camera to Paul and just say here shoot this I have the baby where I want the baby so there's that part, and there's also the part where I know all the rules, right, for newborn photography. There are a lot of rules that we're all, angles mm-hmm. that we're shooting from in order for it to look mm-hmm. the, the way or whatever. And so sometimes it's hard for me to step outside of the box of rules that I'm trying to fit into, and he doesn't know those rules because he doesn't shoot newborn. <laughs> yeah. So he'll other angle, and I'll be like, oh, wait, I'm not, you're not supposed to. Oh, well, I mean, that kind of looks good, actually. That breaks the rules. so. <laughs> It's quite nice because, of course, I think I probably do the same thing for him. He loves lighting. Yeah. And I'd be like, but let's move them over here because this is totally. So I think we kind of are, are good at forcing each other out of our, our
0: yeah. box. Yeah. I got to say, that's that's enticing to me as somebody who I'm pretty much my own show and I hire my own second photographers and that kind of thing. But I do, <laughs> when you say that. I notice myself falling into a lot of like ruts with my posing and I'm kind of doing a lot of the same shots and the same looks a lot of the time. And it is nice when I have a strong second that I'm working with that kind of is like, Hey, maybe you should try this or shoot from this different angle. I, it kind of helps bring me out of my box, but that's nice to kind of have that with you all the time. Um, yeah. You know, kind of working on both. And especially too, Um, I think, you know, I don't know how, I don't want to, I guess I'll just say what I'm thinking. Um, you know, having the difference between a male perspective and a female yeah, perspective. I mean,
1: that's what you're thinking. Yeah, it's totally different. It's totally different perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, I guess we're not supposed to be a totally. We're supposed to all be the same, but I, but it really is the the male perspective. I don't know. It, it creates different angles. It's different thought processes that go into how you pose someone's its different equipment it's different mm-hmm. technical technical
0: lighting presence. gear Absolutely. heart yeah. yeah and then for women it's sometimes a little it more flowy mind. right I feel it all. right
1: yeah mine's all about feeling it and mm-hmm. and you know experiencing it and so i mean i think we both also have each other's characteristics to do that as well but yep. those two coming together it, it does create some interesting People I have told us now, when they look at our writings, they're like, "It's kind of really cool to see." I could tell whose work is who, and but it really kind of meshes in a cool way together.
0: Yeah, I, I was just looking at your um, at Northglow, um, the website, um, just before we came on, and I shot Neil the link, and I was looking through your your work and everything like that, and it really is. Uh, you can kind of see both sides of that spectrum, you know, like kind of like looking through the work, and it is kind of cool when you think about, you know, as a client hiring a photographer, getting getting different looks and that kind of thing, um, or, or some, you know, but but there's always about there's a thing about consistency, right? But then there's a the thing about yeah. you know we want a different different you know aspects, you know, as well. So um, very cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, Chelsea, th- uh, thank you for uh, giving us a little background on you. That kind of helps our listeners, um, get to know you a little bit, um, and, and all that. And, um, and we'll, we'll mention it again at the end of the episode. Um, but, uh, just for now, if listeners are listening, like, uh, where can they, um, you know, find you or where, you know, as far as like your website goes or social media, if they're listening right now, where where can they go? We'll mention it again at the end of the episode, but I just want to mention it now just in case Um, towards the end, um, um, you know people are listening now so where can they find you
1: oh, our website's is northglowphotography.com and we are on instagram We well, actually have three instagram handles <laughs> i have, okay. North Glow, I have North Glow boudoir and then there's North Glow weddings northglow okay. photography is a whole lot of me with my children and you know everything i eat and Okay. <laughs> everything that i see that's cute and there's some, <laughs> there are some photos in there too but it's a lot and the other two are a lot more photography yeah uh centered.
0: yeah yep that's cool and i and I, I can understand that because the, the only instagram i have which i barely it's a common theme I, i've only i don't post as much as i used to but like it's only photo stuff but i don't do any personal stuff you know so if i did i would have a separate account too you know like, <laughs> it makes sense um okay, okay. uh
1: what you're up to but maybe not as much as i put on
0: there right yeah all right listeners do remember that we have a hand-picked assortment of information that's relevant to you but first just in case uh, you forgot your place in space and time this is wedding photographers unite a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers
2: by wedding photographers
0: the show goes live roughly every other week. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes and help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com. That's info at weddingphotographersunite.com. Or connect with us on the Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search Wedding Photographers Unite. And you can join us in the group. We'd rather talk with you um, rather than at you. Uh, so... A uh, couple things uh, as far as like uh, topics of the show. Uh, first of all, I have a I have a good conundrum that um Chelsea when we were hanging out at, at the bar last night. I'm brought up, <laughs> so I'm gonna bring it up to Neil in just a second. Um, but first there was a post in the group that I wanted to kind of touch base on before I get into that. Um, and and uh, Ashley uh, uh posted in in the group and she said she was trying to figure out how to get a nice uh 3D A 3D dimensional look to her photos. Um, She has an 85mm 1.8, but she's not getting uh, this much depth um, as she posted a couple example images. Um, Am I missing something? Is this in post editing? So it sounds like Ashley's maybe um, a newer photographer trying to figure out how to get more dimension to her photos or the 3D look as she's kind of describing it. And she wants something that looks a little bit more. And as I'm looking at these, I, I think... This is mostly actually maybe natural light in these images, but it is definitely shot in a very shallow depth of field. Um, and maybe I think it's just shallow, shallow depth of field, actually, as I'm looking at these. Um, but as far as like getting a 3D look in images goes, um, Neil, we were just kind of talking earlier. What what were some of the thoughts that you were just kind of mentioning about getting getting that three-dimensional look to an image?
2: Well, I think we both agree on lighting. Um... Make sure that you have backlight, and then have some fill. Uh, that's that's first thing uh, about making uh, an image really, or your 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 subjects stand out from the background. Definitely. Um, also, sh- you know, if, if sh- I think she was shooting a uh, a lens with one point uh, eight, uh, yeah, an eighty five at one point eight. So make sure you that you shoot at your low f stop of, of around one point eight. Um, of course, you're going to have to make some adjustments to your camera of uh, Raising up that shutter speed all depends on the time of day um, to get that nice bokeh. Um, and also make sure your subjects are a little bit far away from your background um, so that that background you can really compress of what's in the background. Um, so, so that that's I think those are three, three good tips right there.
0: Yeah, um, and <laughs> as I'm thinking here, uh, she may be shooting on a crop sensor as well. So if you want even more... Of that depth of field, um, make sure you know if you're shooting with a full-frame camera, you'll get a little bit more of that. So your 1.8 lens will go farther on a full-frame camera than it will on a crop sensor camera. Um, but like Neil said, i am um, be shooting far away from your subjects, and then that'll help compress the image. And the other thing, too, um, as far as like a 3D look, right, um, is... Uh, Lighting, direction of light matters Like where is the sun at that particular time Or where is the off-camera lighting that you're using Uh, Thinking about direction of light Absolutely helps create a three-dimensional look And then if you really want the depth Another thing that, that I think is Important that a lot of us photographers are always trying to do is think about your subject. you have your background, but sometimes uh, foreground also can help create depth in an image so that's why a lot of us photographers like to shoot through crap you know like and find, <laughs> find all sorts of leaves and like nonsense to kind of shoot through because because if you really want to isolate your subject, foreground subject background so be thinking mm-hmm. about that um, when you're shooting and then you're going to have more depth and and then add that directional light too. And then, and then you're good from that male technical perspective. But please don't forget to have that female flowy perspective uh, <laughs> <laughs> and have the emotion as well. I'm
1: actually thinking that if they're using an 85 millimeter and they're shooting um, very wide open and they're using a lot of natural light, there probably aren't a lot of shadows, which can tend to kind of leave no dimension if you're filling, if you know, you're filling too much. So. Um, I think a lot of times when people first start out, they're afraid of shadow. Hmm. They're afraid of you know, especially on a face because yes. they they feel like it's wrong for the face to have or the image at all to have any kind of shadow. Yes. And that adds a lot of dimension to a photo. Yes. And it really makes and it makes a human look like a human yes. to have shadowing on their face. So 100%. that's something to think about too.
0: Hundred percent. When when I first started like years ago, like I when I didn't really understand the other thing too is like exposing for the highlights or like being able to use the shadow Chelsea like what you're saying yeah like, like the idea of exposing for the highlights and letting the shadows fall uh, like all my images when I first started editing and I was like oh that's too dark so I would bring it up and I would be exposing for the shadows and then their faces would be bright and it's like <laughs> no if you really want like the depth and dimension expose for the highlights of the face and let the shadows just fall and like melt into this dark beautifulness but but that takes a while to figure yeah. out in shooting, not only in shooting, but also in editing, um, both of those things, you know, like kind of takes, and confidence
1: too. It yes. takes it takes experience and confidence to like trust that it looks how you want it to look. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Cool. Um Okay. So uh we're gonna go into a little bit of a wedding photographer's conundrum. And I'm gonna open up my email here. Okay. So Neil. Mm -hmm. You have this couple, and you photograph their wedding. And uh, the wedding's awesome. You feel like you just totally... Killed this wedding. Like you're really happy with yourself. You're like, this is a great wedding. Everything went well. You're really happy with it. I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and I I enjoyed the photography that I created and helped create and helped create these motions in moments in moments in their wedding. And everything's beautiful. And I like the direction of light. And I'm happy with the bridesmaids photos. I'm happy with all the photos. I'm happy with everything. You come back. You come back. You edit the wedding, and you um you know you you send the wedding off to the couple, and after you send the wedding off to the couple, um. I'm, you get this email, and I'm just going to read it. You know, sometimes you worry about. I'm worried a little bit about. You know, like what if clients are listening or whatever. But but this is real world stuff, and whatever. You know, if, if and, well,
2: and, and you're also not naming who they are, too. No, I'm not naming so who I, they I, are. I, and by the way, right. I, even if they were listening, guys, I love you.
0: But um, but this is kind of a real world thing, and so here it is. So so you just, you send you, you, you send out the wedding and photos, this
2: is, and this is also for educational purposes too. Exactly.
0: <laughs> So mm-hmm. here's the email I got. Um, Hi, Andy. Before we approved the album draft, we had a few questions about some photos. We like a lot of the photos, but feel like maybe some are missing that we might want to see. For instance, are there any other portrait photos and perhaps photos of me and my girls with our full dresses showing? Also, are there any others of me and the photo of my grandmother? So she had like the photo of her grandmother and her, and I took the photo with the two of them at the same time because that's something she wanted to do. Um, did either of you take a photo of the card box and sign it? It was a, a certain thing, and I don't need to mention what it was, but it was. Did you any of you take a photo of the card box and sign it? Thanks, bride. What do you What do you do when you get that email?
2: Well, um, well, I would open up their archives of of all the images that you took um hopefully you didn't delete any raws yet just so that you can kind of maybe you, you maybe you missed something uh during the cold calling process or maybe you called you know wrong image um and i, I would search out for the i would i'd try and find those images that that she's talking about mm-hmm. if you didn't take a full dress shot of her and her girls um there's nothing really you can do there right right but what if
0: you did what if you did have plenty <laughs> well, well, of full, full if, shots of the girls with, <laughs> with so, their, their dresses
2: so, I mean, did, did you take all the images that she's requesting?
0: Yeah. So, um, so okay. So, yeah, it, it does make sense for you to know the situation. So, 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 I had a number of full-length body shots of the girls that were nice shots. And mm-hmm. this photo of her grandmother, um, I had one good shot of that um, and because it was a quick thing that just happened that she kind of mentioned then. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll take it. But it was one shot, but everything else was a redundant look. You know, but it was a good shot—the the the shot that I took. I mean, it wasn't like amazing, but it was a good a good shot. It's what she wanted, and I put her in good light, and it was a nice shot. You know, Um, and then um, the card box shot I actually uh, did have, but it wasn't the best shot. You know, but Mm -hmm. but that's why it wasn't delivered because it wasn't the best shot. But
2: okay, so you took it, but you didn't deliver it because it wasn't you know the best shot. But she would probably appreciate it if it was in there. Yes. Okay. So yeah i mean i would, I would pretty much point out the images that she's talking about that you did take them um now, now, did you include them into the album design because you said this is the preview for the album, right?
0: Yes, so they did get a like a draft of the wedding book, um okay. that they uh, haven't I haven't seen any changes back from them yet, so yep.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I would I would do a revision of of the album design of the images that she's talking about. Maybe include a couple of different ones and just say, hey, you know, what? I went into the archives. I, uh, you know, I, I added a couple different ones. Um, here here's the card box. You know, it. Would, I, w- I would not say it's not the best shot. I would just say, hey, you know what? I, I possibly have skipped over this during the culling process. Here it is. I include it into the design and then and then just see see what she has to say after that.
0: Sure. Yep. Which is pretty much what I what I did. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, so so do you? As, what, what do you
2: think? Okay, what did Chelsea say yesterday last night?
0: I don't. Yeah, maybe we'll go to Chelsea and then I'll have some other thoughts as well. Chelsea, mm-hmm. what did you think? when um, I was saying what I mentioned?
2: I,
1: think I took a a more defensive position <laughs> last night,
2: constantly. Like, well, 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 yeah, but were we under influence at that time? A little bit. Okay.
1: Um, and and I so in 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 a business sense absolutely I would do the same thing Neil I would first go back and make sure that I hadn't just accidentally left something out but mm-hmm. I think you know Andy knew that he hadn't he had delivered I mean and, I, and typically we do too I have scoured these images and chosen the ones that were the best ones and um, are really proud of them and so then when they you know like the first part where she said we really like a lot of the photos is kind of like or like so they're like a bunch that you didn't like like you're just a couple that you liked or
0: yeah
1: and so and then so you get a little defensive right away because you're like like and then you want of all of the photos I gave you you're like you know the card box that you you know that you actually own at your house you're worried about a picture of the card box like So I don't know. I got defensive in that sense that, and I and I kind of feel like it might be an ever-growing problem that some of some I don't know why, but maybe it's the way the world is. Maybe it's the way people are being captured in photography. The way they're capturing themselves, whatever. People they obviously had an expectation on images that they maybe didn't share, and so now they're looking at their images with this expectation. Um, and you can't fix that. And, and as I was hearing you say it just now, I was also thinking, is this a self-critical response? Like, did she not like how she looked in those images that, that you did send of the full dress? And she's like, do you have one where I'm like, I, my facial expression is more how I prefer it to be and really nothing to do with the photo. It's really more to do with how she felt about herself in
2: the photo or mm-hmm. something. Along or, or, those lines. or, or I mean, or sometimes brides go to somewhat a lot of, you know, they, they put a lot of work and time into choosing dresses and there could be a, a, a detail, you know, at the bottom of the dress yeah. that she might, Hey, say, you know what? I put a lot of work into choosing these dresses. I really love this detail at the bottom towards her shoes or something. And she'd be like, "I want a full body shot of that." So, you know, and, then, and then with the card box. Body, oh, I'm sorry. Did you
1: give? Was there a full body shot though?
0: Oh yeah, the, plenty yeah. of full body shots of her and her dress, and pl- and and enough, not a ton, but enough full body shots of the girls. You know, you know. Sometimes when you're in a situation with, um, like, the ground is really crappy. So, uh, but yeah. but the but the, but everything above looks good. So you like cut off like above the or, like just a little bit below the knees. There were quite a few that I delivered that way because the ground just looked like crap. But they ha- but I always get my traditional full body shots as well. Right. And there were and I think maybe even two different looks, maybe even three different looks of full body shots. Yeah. So I I don't even know what where that one kind of comes from to be honest. But uh yeah <laughs> um so okay. for me. Um I kind of um took a little bit more so when I was talking last night, and you drink a few beers right and you and you and you <laughs> and you get this kind of email right here 's the thing i from an emotional standpoint of like somebody who like we like work our asses off on these weddings, like totally like work our asses off in terms of like doing everything we possibly can, like on the wedding day and um just trying to make everything work, and when the first email you get back from the bride isn't oh my god, we love the photos, thank you so much, like everything looks amazing, Explanation point times five, like that's kind of what (laughs) you're kind of expecting from, like when you send off a wedding that looks like this, that's kind of like what you're expecting to get back, but people's expectations, you know, some, some people's expectations I feel like are just really like, or they're not thinking about the personal side of things, like, you know, like, hey, I tried to help them feel totally comfortable. I thought we had a good relationship on the day. I didn't do their engagement session, so maybe they felt like it was more of a business relationship or didn't engage with me as much as my clients normally would. But for me, from like an emotional perspective of like you know trying to do an amazing job for these people and make them feel good and really happy with the work that I did, when you get an email back after the wedding, after you send off this work that you're, you're happy with and feel very comfortable with and confident with, and the, the only thing you get back is... We like a lot of the photos, but, and then that's this whole paragraph of a thing. It's hard to not take that personally, um, to begin with, you know, so, so that's where kind of some of that, some of, you know, (laughs) some of, some of it all comes from. And then just like, like the thing is, is with these little things, like the 99.99999% of the shots that you wanted were delivered. But then we're going to focus on the card box as, like, the shot that was, like, the .001% chance of, like, the shot that wasn't. And it's just a little frustrating um, for me from a personal standpoint that, that you know, when when these emails happen, and they happen, you know, like, one out of every few weddings, you know, and I guess it's maybe people's personalities and how they relate to people they hire. Sometimes you're the hired help and sometimes they relate to you a little bit more. And it's disappointing when you try to put yourself out there on a personal level and they just kind of apparently still think of it as a business relationship from the email that I got, where there's no kind of personal connection. Where with like thank you, <laughs> you know, you know, like so that's that I guess is my little rant and what I kind of needed to get out about it in general. And does that mm. does that make sense, right? I mean,
2: yeah, definitely, of course.
0: So, from, um. So from the business perspective, this is, you know, this is what I responded back, right? So I, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna no matter what, I'm gonna keep it back and be positive. So my response back was, hey guys, explanation point, hope all is well, and you enjoyed your Thanksgiving, smiley face. As far as any missing shots go, um, what you see, and this is my canned line um, when people do ask for more images, because sometimes people do, they don't understand like what we go through and really picking out these images to help them make them look as good as possible right but my canned line is um you know what you see is everything that was photographed outside of any photos that were unflattering redundant not professional in quality or that really didn't work on the way to taking the shot that did that said please know that every single wedding i have the honor to photograph i shoot and meticulously edit through as though it were my own from your perspective if you think there might be something missing i'm happy to double check for you and so on that note for additional shots of the girls and the photo with your grandmother, there isn't anything more different um, from what was delivered. Um, yes, on double checking for the card box because I actually did have that shot. Um, it's not the strongest image and why it wasn't included in the edit, but I've included this in your online gallery and will include it on your USB drive as well. Um, I hope this helps and please get me back and please get back to me with any wedding book changes as you can. And thanks. Explanation point. Keeping it positive. Um, Perfect. So, Perfect. so I mean, I know how to put the business hat on and, you know, help people out. And, and sometimes I think maybe people do need a little help, too, right? They don't know what's involved. in. Asking.
1: Yeah. They don't really know. They're just asking. They're maybe a lot of times I think we get an email, people are asking us a question, and we take it super personally, and then yeah. we just realize they're just asking. They don't yes. know. They exactly. just want to ask.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not,
1: it's not really that loaded. To us, it's loaded. And maybe I'm the kind of personality that when I hire somebody, especially in a creative field, what they give me is what I want, and I would never ask for anything more because yes. I'm a creator. I know yes. that they have given me what they felt was the best. What was what it was their story that they told. So I know that if they left something out, they left it out for a reason. They yes. chose. They they made that
0: choice. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well said. Because you're exactly right, Chelsea, because I know how I would be if I hire somebody. It's like you do whatever you are going to (laughs) do. You know know what I mean? Like I trust it's based on trust. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to thank them. And 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 maybe you're right. I'm I probably am thinking about it a little too emotionally. Right. Like when when we get that kind of email, people are just asking a question like, hey, did you have any more? Maybe I'm overthinking it all. I'm taking it too personal, you know? So. It's
1: hard not to, because what we do is personal. It's like pricing questions. Like, I, I got an email the other day. Boy, I'm not used to spending that much on professional prints in the past. I, how, why are they priced this way in the past? I haven't spent that much, and I really didn't know how to respond, because I was like, I'm not sure, can you clarify to me what you mean by professional prints? And then I had to get into a whole, almost personal conversation with her about how I price things. In comparison to how her wedding photographer priced things, whereas, right. so I took it super personally because, I, of course, I put a lot of thought into that. Whereas she was kind of just asking, "Could it be cheaper?" Right. Is really what she was just asking. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Well, <laughs> good. I think we. I think that's pretty much the topic, right? Anything else? Any other thoughts yeah. on that, or we can go on.
2: Yeah, I have a conundrum for you. This kind of reminds me of uh, one of my weddings last year, which I, I, I would guess it, it wasn't really a complaint, but they weren't too happy. Um, I was, I was, you know, we knocked out of the park. I was expecting to re- receive, you know, that email that you're expecting. Oh my God, I love the images. Um, but instead, we received an email from the bride saying, "When when we took solo shots with all of our bridesmaids and the bride each individually, uh, we." cropped out one of the bridesmaids arms and she wanted a full shot with the bridesmaids arm in the shot. And that's one of the kind of tricks that we do for the girls who have bigger arms. Um, Just kind of, we kind of go in tight a little bit more to crop that out, out.
0: helping a sister out.
2: Yeah, exactly. But she wanted the full arm and she was wondering what, because all the other girls, full arms were in there except for this one, but she wanted the full arm in there. Um, Unfortunately we, we, we didn't take that shot. Um, so that just kind of reminded me of, of, of your situation. Um, just un- unfortunately there's, there's just tricks that we do. And I, obviously I didn't say that to her, uh, that, that that's what we do for the, for the girls who have bigger arms. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks sometimes receiving those emails.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, maybe also we have this conversation all the time. So, you know, there are things that I don't like to photograph. Like when a Brian and groom, or you know, a couple gets introduced into the reception. Like that's ugly, right? It's like the ugliest moment of the day. It's it's an experience <laughs> moment. It's not a beautiful moment. Like it's a video moment. It's not really a photography moment. So and I'm, the exit. It's the darkest hole in the room. Always there's always an exit sign. There are the staff <laughs> waiting outside. There <laughs> are the trays next to them. Yes, there are. And, you know, right in front of, as soon as the bride and groom come out, well, everybody stands up. You can't even see them anymore. You're gone. You're like, great. I just picked this shot up and I lit it. And now, (laughs) "Ah, I'm just so (laughs) anymore. So, I, we're like, from now on, we're going to say that, um, we're not taking those. But like, if you hire me, I'm going to take whatever I feel like I want to take that tells the story of your wedding day. I might crop things how I want to crop them. I might, Lay on the floor and get you walking over me when you get announced in. I don't. I'm going to choose at the moment that I'm taking it what I want to do. So if you have a very preconceived idea of the pictures that you want, then maybe you shouldn't hire me because I'm not that photographer. I'm yes. not promising you a full body. I'm a, a long shot, a close up, a mid shot of each of your bridesmaid. I'm not promising you each, you know, bridesmaid coming up the aisle in a close up, in a far away, in a no. I'm telling your story in an artistic way and what i deliver you is what you get and i think you're going to be really pleased with it because i've put a lot of thought into it but i'm not i'm not there will be no email afterwards did you get my mother standing at a three-fourths turn with the right shoulder facing forward <laughs> right. into the light <laughs>
0: right so so now it's all it, it and so the problem is is like right client expectations different clients have crazy expectations or not crazy but they just have certain expectations of huh. like what you know for whatever reason they have expectations in certain kinds of ways and but we can't read people's minds and we don't right. know what their what their expectations are and and but it's about communication and how we talk to our clients and trying to i feel like sometimes half of our job is keeping exper- expectations in appropriate perspective in terms of like what things actually are so like how do you chelsea i think you kind of alluded to it but if you were actually talking directly to a client like what is it that you say um you know like like and it is important to have that like during the booking process you know there are things that i say now that i would have never said when i was first starting because i wanted to book the wedding but now i know better and i just say it because i want things to go well and i need to keep expectations in perspective but like what are you saying chelsea that that like if you were talking directly to a bride like at that meeting you know
1: I, usually, I'm. I try to say a couple times that I'm a realist. So, um, I t- we talk about when we're talking about timing. Like I, I, I say, you know, I'm going to keep this real here. I, or, or that, that. I guess I'm going to a different point here. When I'm talking about that, I'm saying actually to them that your wedding will look like you mm-hmm. and your personality, and it will be your story. So I don't really take shot lists or look at Pinterest boards or um, show you an album of exactly which images I'm going to give you <laughs> um, because I don't know what those are until I get to, the, to your wedding. So what happens on your wedding day is what, what we're going to be taking pictures of. So you And then, again, when I talk to them, like in that week right before their wedding day and we talk through their wedding. Like we talk from the moment that I get there until the moment that I leave. We do talk about where we're going to go. And I do say, is there anything very specific that you really are envisioning? Because sometimes they do say like, you know, I want my mother is deceased and I would like you to take the picture of you know I have a picture I'm gonna put a picture of her on by the mirror where I'm putting my dress on and I really want that shot well great you've asked me to take that shot I will be the way I want to take it but I will take that shot for you um, and if they start with the lists of have you know, I want me and my dad coming down the aisle and I want then I start to be like well um, I obviously am going to to be taking pictures of all of those important moments, but I'm no, not. Going
2: to no, no, really.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes I laugh a little bit, right? Because I actually do have a bride right now who did give us a list like that. My, me, and my father walking down the aisle. You know, us standing at the end of the aisle. You the know, us...
0: reaction. Right,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. And I'm like, the first oh, kiss. oh, that was my break time. I didn't. Did, did you want? You know, did you want? I mean, you know, but. So I'm like I, I'm gonna say that I, I have said to people, I would hope that if you're investing this much money in me, that you recognize that I am going to take pictures and always do of all of those moments in a way that makes sense, in a way that tells the story of your day. Yeah. Um I don't know and then and then I, I try to fill it in all in the whole way. Like when we get into timing and people say, you know, I want to do all of our portraits in ten minutes. On December twenty fifth at seven p.m. Uh, with outside, right. I say, "Well, um, it'll be dark, and um, that'll be just the one picture of the two of you, and I can't light up the entire universe behind you." So I and I say it like that. I don't say, "Oh boy, yeah, I don't know." I say, "No, that can't really happen." So I'm, and I, I think people can appreciate that because I'm not,
0: yeah, I'm not yeah, mad. Yeah, I think <laughs> the problem is, is that people really have no idea what's possible and what's not and right. they have all these preconceived yeah. expectations of the way things are and it doesn't like it doesn't matter who we are as photographers no it, no professional photographer like the three of us are having this conversation we all have 30 you know years of experience shooting weddings and it doesn't matter who you are you can't get everything there of, that somebody could possibly want we can't read somebody's minds and And sometimes I feel like clients expect that clients expect the one hundred percent things but but then you get the email where's the card box or where's where is the where's the different thing and maybe it's my fault for not having enough communication ahead of time, basically saying you know having more of these kinds of conversations and I always do. I always have this conversation, I always talk to them about it, but maybe I need to rethink it a little bit more and and have the conversation about. About this ahead of time and, and set those client expectations a little bit better, um, whether it be during the client meeting or you know the meeting ahead of the, the ahead of the wedding. Um, but it's just uh, it's just a little um, frustrating. No matter what level we're at, I feel like we're always gonna this is always gonna be an issue. We're always gonna keep continuing to get these problems. But the more that we can talk about it and communicate ahead of time, the easier it gets, right? Yeah, is that it?
1: Well, and I think, yeah, I think yeah, I think we. All of us are trying really hard at every wedding. There's never a moment that we're like, that's done. I did it. did it all. I did it the best that there was. I'm always like, I mean, that was pretty good, but I wish I would have. <laughs> I mean, otherwise we don't get better, right? We right. wouldn't be where we are right now if we were like killed at every right. time. Killed that. Mm-hmm. Didn't mess
0: right. anything
1: up. Didn't get anything. Didn't, you know, we're just human. It's like any profession. You could never do it perfectly. There's there's too, a wedding is there are too many things going on in a wedding to do it exactly how everybody would want you to do it.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's and even when I say about that email that I just got when I say that I killed it, I mean I killed it for me. Do, do you know what I mean? Right. Like like for me, right. I'm like totally happy with this wedding. Most most of my couples would be like awesome you know but but do i think that i'm perfect do i think i have nowhere to grow do i think i can't learn from other people no i still have way more to learn and that's what's the amazing thing about photography is is that i feel like no matter what level we're at we can still grow and learn new things and and learn new techniques and our style is shifting and editing and the way that we shoot and 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 it's never ending that's what's so cool about our profession and also so crazy about it at the same time yeah Hmm. right yeah Mm -hmm. okay um well that was cool that was a good conversation and i think that's especially uh good for newer photographers to hear that i mean you know here we are you know each doing this you know you know for a number of years now and this is still a common uh topic and thing that is a difficult thing about our about our job so it's not particularly easy um (coughs) That said, I've just got. We're going to do some uh, tips of the day. I've at least got a tip of the day. um, That's just kind of a quick thing. Um, I'll do mine first. If you guys have one, that's great. If not, I think we'll be good. So um, my tip of the day is this. Uh, Did I bring this up on a previous show? Maybe I'm repeating a tip, Neil. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, But here it is. Here it is. Uh, My tip of the day is to label your lenses. Did I talk about this before? I don't think I did. Mm. So my tip of the day is to label your lenses. Uh, and here's why. Um, <laughs> so first of all, uh, I label my lenses, I label my camera, and I take my little uh, sticky note, uh, or sticky note, um, label maker, and I make the labels and I put my name on it. Just my name. Just says my name. says Andy Buscemi right on, the, right on the thing. And then I label my lens, I label my body, and I label all the different things. And let me tell you, I had an engagement session a few weeks ago, and I, uh, my Sigma 135, I think it was, maybe it was the one over 35 millimeter it was one of the sigma art lenses uh and i'm doing a shoot and i come home from the shoot the next day i get a phone call hey andy <laughs> i've got your lens because <laughs> apparently i left my lens outside um, in front of um, actually carpelli's manuscript library neil just like left okay. it out there just left it out on the Ooh. i was working with the columns left it out on the thing and I, I didn't even know that I left it there. And I got a call the next day. Somebody Googled my name and they're like, hey, Andy, I have your lens. And I'm like, thanks. That's amazing. I left it out in the street in the middle of Buffalo and you brought it back to me. You saved me $1,000. And but, but if I never labeled it, I would have never got that lens back. So my tip.
1: And if I would have found it, you would have never gotten that lens yeah. back.
0: <laughs> 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 <Nah>. <laughs> That's funny. Um, i wanting that one, yeah. and uh, so that's my tip it can save you thousands of bucks and actually i just had a second shooter the other day and he knows who he is if he's listening he listens to the show um and he was uh he was shooting one with me and we're going outside we do the night shots at the end of the night we do the night shot he brought his camera out with him and he has all the wedding photos from from all day on the camera we go outside we do the night shot he ends up assisting me more than he does shooting and we come back inside the venue and his camera's outside on the street with all the wedding photos from second shooting all day. Ooh. Um, so that was a very scary moment and he ran back outside, grabbed his camera and it was there. But, Ugh. um, but take that extra precaution. Label, label your lenses, label your cameras. Um, cause you never know. So that's yeah. my, that's my wow. tip of the day. Label your lenses. <laughs> Anybody else have a tip?
2: Sure. Um, after listening to this episode, um, these little details that we're talking about, yeah, a card box is just a plain old box that we just see over and over again. and might not be um, yeah. photo-worthy, yep. might not be good enough or artistic enough for us to shoot. But uh, brides and grooms, they, they do put some time and energy yes. into these little, little details. Uh, cocktail hour is an hour. Um, so take advantage of that time. Um, to re- replenish yourself with water and drinks and stuff um, but also take time to shoot these little details of, of the room so some of them are personal so yeah, suck it up shoot it light it hey you never know yep. try and make something artistic out of it um, so yeah that's I guess that's, that's my my tip of the day thank you for the for the lead on that one Andy
0: yeah no absolutely <laughs> and, and my general rule of thumb on that is if it can possibly be important in any way shape or form to a bride I shoot it and ask questions later and sometimes mm-hmm. though I take time to, to make it a nice shot and sometimes I'm in emergency mode and I just go around the room and get these shots like to cover my like, ass. Bam, bam, so, bam. So bam, all bam, I yeah. had in that case was a cover <laughs> my ass shot. And my cover my mm-hmm. ass shot wasn't really that great of a shot, so that's why I skipped <laughs> it on delivery. So um but yeah, I I need to, that is important and I need to maybe always need to reprioritize that. But sometimes there's so many things going on. That you have to make priorities and like sometimes you, there, you don't have that time and you're rushing mm-hmm. around and and things are going to happen. But, but yes, yeah, so it is a good tip and we do need to take that stuff seriously because people put time, energy and effort into these little details and we need to be on top of getting them as best we can.
2: And, so. you know, I think this is tip is more for us people who have been doing this for 10 years because mm-hmm. we kind of forget about the little things, um, that, that means something, means something to, to people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, after 10 years, I mean, I don't even, I don't want to shoot a card box. I don't even want to yeah. shoot a cake, a cake topper anymore. Um, uh, but you know, these little things are important. So I, I think this is mm-hmm. more of it. you know, I, I thank you, Andy, for, for bringing this up because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where, as to where this, this time of the day hits, I'm like, Oh, I don't feel like shooting that, Yeah. but suck it up and we got to do it. So 100%. thank you. Yep. Yep.
0: Chelsea, anything?
1: I can jump off. Yeah, I'll jump off from your tip. I, the, something I we just started doing is we actually named all of our discs. They all just have a number. So uh, maybe everybody already does this, and I should have done this a long time ago. And then I write. Well, I'm trying to because it's a new thing. I'm trying to then write the number of the disc, like on the calendar for that person's session or on the calendar under their wedding so that I knew which disc I used to shoot their session. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. When wait, you say wait, disc,
0: do you mean what, card? What like, disc? I mean
1: card. Okay. I mean card.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Like <laughs> an,
1: like an, yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay. Gotcha. Okay.
1: <laughs> sorry. My card, my memory card.
2: Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay, uh,
1: okay. There we yeah. go. So, sorry. And then that's the non-technical female part of me.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's
1: okay. Anything the right name. So then if, and we, we have a lot of them. We have, you know, I don't know, we have 20 cards. So sometimes that card's not even dumped yet and for whatever reason, I start freaking out thinking some something about it. And I'm like, Oh my, it could be one of, it could be one of 20 cards that I shot something on and I'll never know which card it was. But now I can just go back in the calendar and be like, it was on disc five, card five,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I can go right to it and find it and do whatever I need to.
0: to yes, you know, yeah, I go. I do that right. too. I label each each SD card like one through whatever. Um, but um, I've actually gotten to so what I what I actually ch- I change from caring about the labels and what I do now is I just don't when I come home from a gig, um, you know, I do the backups and all that stuff that we would normally do, yeah. but, but I don't erase the card. I I buy enough cards that I don't erase the card until everything's delivered. So, yeah. So everything just kind of sits on there and I kind of put it in order so that, um, so that when I edit a wedding or a shoot or whatever, then, then I can take that card from that order. And that also keeps my edit list in order too. So I know, um, if I need new cards, I just, uh, finish editing the previous thing and then I I grab those cards and then I can reuse those cards, but I won't reformat until the actual wedding or, you know, shoot is delivered. Um,
1: Right. That's a great idea.
0: So the cards I think are cheap enough now that it's, you know, that it's, to me, it's kind of worth it as having like that extra third backup or whatever. But anyway, um, good good show. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for uh, jumping on. I really appreciate it. And um, we enjoyed having you on. And, and thank, yeah, you. thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Fine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just, uh, and we mentioned it earlier in the show, but uh, we'll just kind of go through our, where people can find us. So, uh, Chelsea, if you can just remind our listeners where they can find you on social media.
1: I am North Globe Photography.com, North Globe Photography. That's the name
2: everywhere,
0: and we're everywhere, so okay. Look that up, you'll
2: find it. Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. And Neil? Neil Urban, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. Uh, you can go to my website, neilurban.com, or find me on uh, – I share mostly everything on Facebook now, so find me on Facebook.
0: Okay, and my name is Andy Buscemi. The last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I if you google me you can find uh my facebook or my instagram which is pretty much where where i post <laughs> when i do so uh thanks uh, so much guys for joining in and uh, we'll catch you next time thank you